0: I started pulling when I was I must have been about 15 turning 16 i was just sitting in a history slash social studies type class or a literature class and my friend holly and i were just we started picking our split ends i you know both of us mostly in my bangs area on my right side or just kind of in front of me and i always noticed these um, little white dots, and I just looked at the end of my hair, and there was just so satisfying finding them and just like pulling them off. It was, yeah, there was just <laughs> if you know, you know, I guess. But uh yeah, I didn't really realize that. um I didn't learn till like ten years later. My dad had actually had trick as a kid, so I didn't know I was predisposed for this. Obviously, I was just bored in class and eventually i in my i have a finer hair and i think i'm um, at that point i had started coloring it so there's maybe some damage involved and so my bangs just kept getting shorter and shorter and then eventually i couldn't see them anymore but i had already developed the habit of touching that area i didn't even you know no one tells you what this is a lot of us find out because we search for it later so i didn't know what i was doing and but you know and then by the time it became a very Developed habit and was causing damage to the point where it could be seen. Then, then that's when I guess I sort of realized, okay, something is happening. Yeah, and then to touch on my dad, I, I did. My family members did find out, and people, you know, they were concerned. But it was interesting to me that no, like my father never mentioned even many, many years <laughs> into knowing I had it that he had had it as a kid either. So. I think it's just interesting how it develops and happens and the different support groups around it when you first have It's uh, rough sometimes.
1: When you first started to develop it and it was noticeable, how did your parents react? Did they, because I know you said dad had it, but did he, were they more graceful with you? Or was it still like something,
0: okay, let's try to stop? Yeah, my parents. So I guess I grew up in a very um, independent household. My mom it was, you know, growing up, my mom was studying for uh, her certified financial planning exam. And so she was really busy. I mean, she would go to work and then she would work after work. And so I think what led into a lot of my anxiety and stress as a kid was my upbringing. Even before I had trick, I had probably pretty low self-esteem because my parents weren't very involved in my life. My dad you know they, my parents were there to there for me and provided for me financially to be able to eat and those types of things. So I am very thankful for that, but emotionally, maybe not there. So to answer your question, I think they were too busy with their own lives to really know even where to start to say what to say to me. And they also aren't very in touch with themselves emotionally, so they really don't even have the capacity to help me so they're maybe the type to maybe avoid
1: <laughs> so mm-hmm. I mean they
0: were probably hoping it would just kind of fix itself or work itself out I don't really ever remember them talking my dad definitely did not talk to me about it my mom maybe when uh, my mom was more of a perfectionist type person so she was probably more out of concern that her daughter's hair might look weird you know that type of vibe type thing so yeah, not a lot of support going on in that area.
1: Do you know if Holly also developed trick or was hers no. just a split
0: end? Yeah, just split ends. I really think in my I just think there's some of us that are predisposed to this thing i like to call it i guess because i I, i've always thought and i've heard someone else say this too it's so interesting now that i follow a bunch of people who have it because i see all these similarities but you know i always wonder like genetically if there, you know if it's like a grooming thing we just have like an over grooming issue or whatever or you know if there was some you know genetic advantage component to it at one point or just you know all those different reasons i guess i don't I'm Now later in my life, I don't like hold it against me. It's just, you know, a part of my genetics or DNA, you know, is what I think. When did you find out the
1: name trichotillomania?
0: I honestly don't remember exactly. I do remember when I first started talking about it, though. So I think a therapist must have mentioned it to me, but they didn't really know anything about it. So it wasn't really something they talked about, we were just, you know, with more general anxiety and things. I started a, I had a lot of childhood trauma from lack of attention as a kid. So I was, you know, I was in therapy a lot. I mean, I was a good kid. I was getting good grades and doing good things, but emotionally I was just I have no self-esteem and very distraught. So eventually when I was 18, I went I actually went to college at the University of Minnesota and there was the guy who wrote a book on trichotillomania. And honestly I can't think of his name right now. But he at our school, you could have like one free session with a counselor. And so at the time, I didn't have a lot of money, but I did do the one free session and he gave me his book. And that was when I first started reading it. But it it honestly really freaked me out. I was like being exposed to it at first. I even joined a went to a support group and it, it was it was helpful to be in the support group, but I don't think I was ready yet at that time to. I emotionally wasn't ready to overcome it yet. I don't know how else to say it. I think that unfortunately some, we all have different amounts of past that it takes us to get to the point where we're more in control of our compulsion in some way, I guess.
1: Yeah. It's it's interesting because I've had a lot of experience with going to different therapists and a lot of the time I feel like I'm educating them on it. Oh, yeah. And that
0: stinks. I don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's so cool. That's why I um, was saying that's such a cool thing to have this community because even having instagram because i've had a few people reach out that have almost like ghost accounts or fake accounts like that so they don't have to reveal themselves because this is such a thing that makes you feel so ashamed you don't want to share yourself but i think it's so great because they can find the accounts and start feeling more normal when they're around other people who have it and yeah. I, like I said, there's so many parallels that once I started following his accounts, I just felt it helped reduce the shame, even for me, even sharing myself and my face and part of my hair and just not really giving a fuck for of like better terms, you know, mm-hmm. because I, I don't know, there's, it's, there's, it's just nothing to be ashamed of, I guess. It's just, it's just something that is a part of our lives. There's so many of us that are so talented and have so much to offer. And, you know, trick isn't all part of our life. And I guess the other thing, I was so nervous making an account because I didn't want it to be my whole life. Basically, it's just made me feel more normal. And then I don't really mind sharing. And I'm just proud of all of us, to be honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I love that's going on at once there. So but
1: it's so true. I, I mean, even when I first started the trickster diaries Instagram, I was completely anonymous. I remember putting my like initial I'm like oh everyone's yeah. gonna know it's me like I, I told yeah. a few of my friends don't follow me like I was oh, so scared mm-hmm. and then I would see accounts where people are showing their bold spots they're like tracking their days and I'm thinking oh my gosh I'm so inspired yeah. to be more open like look at you I want to be like that you know yeah. and it was the best part of having social media because I you know when I was younger not really maybe tumblr I tried to yeah. maybe reach out to a person, but now you can see all these things and you're like oh I don't have to be ashamed anymore
0: yeah I mean honestly that's my entire motivation for making the account is like I know how ashamed I was like how badly it affected my self-esteem it held me back in so many ways that it never needed to and um I feel very passionate about letting people know that they shouldn't feel that way because it's just a waste of our energy and it just only adds to the problem. And if I could help, even one person feel a little better about just being themselves like that is, that is the true. It just means the most to me in life. It makes me feel the most fulfilled, I guess. So it's maybe it's selfish, not altruistic, but um <laughs> Yeah, I just feel better knowing that someone else doesn't have to experience that as much as I did. So if to me, that's my reason for putting myself out there, it was like enough to put my face to this disorder. Because yeah, that was something that was scary to me. And I didn't, I haven't shared this account with my too many of my friends, my boyfriend and a few other people. But I know I'm getting to that point where I will feel more comfortable with. That. I'm I'm open with knowing people are can find it at any time. So mm-hmm. that's a uh, that's a big thing, I guess, for me, and I think other people too. So, what would you say
1: was the worst time for your trip? Uh,
0: I think there's it's always an up and down thing. So right now, it's probably the best I've ever been, and I think the worst was probably three times in my life. One, when I first, not when I first had it, but like maybe like a year into it when I realized it was something and then that gave me more anxiety. Yeah, uh, that was pretty bad because I did let some, I was probably around 16 and I did let some of my closest friends know and they definitely did tease me about it and use it against me. And that was, but honestly, it was such a reflection of their character. It's just when you're that age, you don't really realize that and people will use anything they can when, um, they were just bad friends. (laughs) They weren't very nice people. And so it's not surprising that that's what they would done. But at the time, it was a little traumatic. So didn't enjoy that. And that was hard for me. And then in college, there's so much I have so much pressure on myself. I'm definitely a perfectionist in a lot of ways. And getting high grades in school, I think like sitting and studying was a really triggering thing for me anytime I'm sitting still. Also, I have ADHD. So sitting still is already hard for me. So doing things with my hands is second nature almost, or either have to be listening to music, you know, I need constant stimulation in some way. So it's hard when you're reading. So that was hard on me and the stress, the trigger, all those things, you know, not having a balanced life in college, probably as much. And then lastly i'm an entrepreneur so starting and being an entrepreneur is like rough when you have trick probably because there's you know it's not consistent and there's like a lot of times where you're not really sure what's going to happen if you're going to figure it out and so when i was starting my i guess it's my third business which sounds like, oh wow, you must really, but it's really not like that. My first two businesses were smaller and that was rough. And I've always been single and done everything myself. And so not having support, I think all of that was definitely led to extreme stress and lots of pulling. And honestly, I think up until last August, it was really, it got pretty bad and I guess to add into it, I also colored my hair. I bleached one side quite a lot. And we did the blonde on the side that was damaged because you could see less, like when you pull your hair back, it's less noticeable. But then that ended up just, I think a bunch of my hair fell out from that too. So, mm. And also I pull near my temple on my right side and, it started there, but it kind of transitioned back towards like the crown of my head. So, mostly on the whole right side of my hair, I'm probably missing half of the hair on the right side of my head compared to the left side. By any chance, are you left handed? No, I'm right handed. Oh, okay. I have wondered about that though and the correlations between what side you pull on. And what that means. They're right handed, but they use the left
1: hand because it's the free hand.
0: Yeah. So for me
1: it's always been my left up pull sometimes
0: on other sides and use other hands too, but I'm Okay, pulling. so yours is on your left side and you use your left hand? Yep, my <laughs> non dominant hand. Okay, yeah, mine's definitely my dominant hand and it's weird, I don't get the same it's only my right hand that I get the i couldn't do it with my left hands i don't think i would that would be hard for me i've never i've definitely never done it it's very natural like that i can just really get it yeah 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 i definitely wondered i wondered a lot about that because i was trying to also use my account to do like different hairstyles for people because i know that was something that was really stressful for me i've never been able to do cute things with my hair because you know my temple it was just hard to pull my hair back but Then I wondered, I was, I was just recently wondering, like, we all maybe pull from different areas. I guess I was at first thinking most people pull from the same area, but I don't, I really have no idea. It seems like it's very different. A lot of times when I was in therapy, it's like, oh, well just do this, just do this. And it's like, well,
1: I'm attaching my trick to anything that's making me like over emotional. You know, I could be happy and I still will pull because I need to get back to my equilibrium. I'm soothing. It's like, I can't pinpoint. But emotion,
0: because yeah. I've
1: attached it to all emotions. Yeah,
0: I mean, it just is. It just feels. I mean, we do it because it feels good. I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, mm-hmm. everything in my life, even tr- beyond trichotillomania, I can see ADHD is also like a dopamine-related disorder. And I think from what I've gathered, trick is too. I mean, the moment you touch and you do all those things, you're getting this release of dopamine. And so I've I've thought a lot in my life how how is this need for dopamine affecting me and i guess that also helped me be more cognizant and aware of it too and not feel too bad about it because everybody needs different amounts of dopamine i think that i just need maybe more dopamine than maybe someone else and honestly everything has good and bad sides i may need a lot of dopamine but i'm also i'm very high energy i have a lot of passion i have you know, I'm very creative. There's there's so many plus sides to these downsides, I guess. So you really just have to try to sort out, like how can I make the best of this and minimize the worst of it? Not feeling bad about the, how as I say, the worst things about you can be the best things about you if you have the courage to really figure out how to to flip the switch. And I, I just, I can't stand thinking about people feeling bad about themselves,
1: so tell me, have you ever tried other BFRBs?
0: Yeah, I definitely bite my cheeks a lot more as a kid in my lip. I have like things in the side of my mouth, I think from chewing on my cheek when I was like younger. And then I still kind of, I don't do that as much anymore. I never really skin picked. I did bite my nails, but not excessively, mostly just dealt with tricks.
1: What are some things that you had to do with your hair in order to feel comfortable going to school or going to different events?
0: I've worn my hair the same way pretty much all of my life. I had just sort of accepted it. Basically, um, since I pull on my right temple, I would, like, when I first had a side part, it was in. (laughs) So, like, it wasn't really like it didn't seem weird. I didn't feel like it was like inhibiting me almost. It was almost encouraging me to pull because it was so easy to hide, which was unfortunate, I guess. But so I would do it on my left temple. I would fold it over that side so I could hide the right side of my hair. Since some of the hair on the left side of my head would go to the right, you know, I could get away with, you know, no one really noticed it unless I showed them but i definitely missed out on going to pool parties or being confident or anything like that i i've seen that a lot people post reels about that and it is so true i definitely anything with wind or the pool or anything that could have exposed me i mean i definitely was probably more introverted and less social because of fears and of those types of things. Yeah. And I really feel like I felt like I missed out on the hairstyles and all that sort of stuff, which again is why I made the account now, because there's no reason why I can't do those things. So I'm just like the only way to get good at it is by doing it. So, you know, I'm I'm gonna just do it so I can be the person I want to be. Here's something that people should know. If you are having a hard time and you need something to comfort you, Hairless cats are the best. They're way more social and cuddly than a normal cat. When I was like by myself and alone for a lot of, he, we're so bonded. I mean, we just snuggle up and he sleeps on my chest. And I think, um, you know, now I am seeing somebody, but like I said, for a long time, I wasn't. And that can be very lonely. and, And having an animal makes such a big difference. I was so nervous to commit to having an animal because I didn't know if I, I'm so such a perfection. I'm like, am I going to be the best mom for him? Am I like good enough? He, I think he thinks i do a good job. So okay.
1: When you first met him, were you like, Hey, I'm going to tell you about my trick or was it something
0: that you told him a little bit later? You know, it's so funny. Actually, as you said that, I'm like, we met on the beach. So I like have gone I mean we did meet on a dating app, let me say that. But we went to the beach for our first date <laughs> just because there's no shame in that. I mean, I kind of am like always like, but it's good to meet people. I work so much. I did I just had a day off and I just wanted to go do something with somebody. So I was I asked Nicole, I thought, Oh, I he actually is a butcher and I had been to that butcher shop, so I recognized him and I was like, Oh, I'll go to the beach with him. I recognize him, he's cute. And then we went to the beach and I, I really don't drink, but I had high noons for the first time. I had two mm-hmm. high noons, so I was, like, very relaxed. <laughs> so honestly, I don't remember thinking about my hair at all, thank goodness, which is surprising. But I, I don't really remember when I told him because I will say – Of every person I've been with, he's just so incredibly supportive that I don't think he really, the reason I can't remember is probably because when I told him, he probably was just like, oh, okay, you know, most of my life, like I've already said, I hadn't had very many supportive people in my life. And I worked so hard on myself and to be a healthy partner and a healthy person so that I could attract somebody who would also be healthy towards me and treat me the way that i needed in order to not be stressed out and that's so important to me is having boundaries and having the right people in my life because yeah i definitely could see how if i was put into a bad situation that i would <laughs> revert to pulling again
1: in my head i had always built up every time i would share with someone that they
0: would be <gasps> Oh, for oh sure! Oh my
1: God! Oh, for sure!
0: Weirdo-
1: and it didn't often happen that way. Some, I mean, sometimes for, for sure. sure. Yeah, but it's like that peaceful moment when you share with someone that you care about, you know, that you're dating, and you're like, "Oh, I
0: had this whole thing I was going to tell you, but you already accepted yeah. and you're nice about it." Okay, that's cool, dude. Honestly, it's so true because I have huge fears of telling people. I mean, when I was a kid, like I said, they but that was just young girls, just not very nice sometimes. Um, but all the people that I actually care and have in my life, like the, my one, she's uh, one of my close friends, she's a doctor, like a retired surgeon. We're so cool. We just love sharing data together. But anyway, she, she immediately was like, oh, that's not weird. I have dermatillomania. You know, she's like, and then she, you know, she nail bites and she immediately was like, oh, here, help me. She normalized it by being like, oh, I have this. It's the same thing. Like, why would you, you know? And that's probably led me on my journey to this point where I'm sharing on Instagram and that type of thing, because eventually you'll tell enough people that make you feel supported that you don't feel unsupported and not being able to share, I guess, you know, it gives you the confidence to just, if other people don't want to support you, you're not worried. You already have a support network. So you're, you know, you're covered. You're like, okay, here, I'm going to put myself out there in case other people need a support network that's the goal once you get enough support every time i meet someone
1: with trek i'm like oh you just get me you get me
0: you know you just get me i know this is so funny i've never really talked i mean i've just recently talked to a few people in my dms yeah actually when i found you i was just like oh wow like i I just felt like we were relatable, I guess. I So that's why I mean, too, it was just like, oh, look at all these cool people doing all this cool stuff. Like I want to be all their friends. Yeah, yeah. The best part of social media is this. We mm-hmm. both have the courage to put ourselves out there. And that's another thing I guess I want to say to people is like, we're all so scared to do it, but there's so many benefits of getting out of your comfort zone. I mean, It can change your whole life and you could go from not having a support network to having a support network you always dreamed of. And it it all just starts with just whatever you feel comfortable with doing 1% better every day. That's what I say.